Listener Production. Put your feet up and forget about every buzzword from these unprecedented times. Pivot. The new normal. Social distancing. Your microphone, it, it's not on. Click on the button with the picture of the microphone. Every time. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, TikTok. They love uh, posting videos that divide the internet. And one has popped up, Alex Dyson, from a TikTok user called Millie Rose Bannister. And you got to tell me whether you think this is right or wrong. Okay. Millie has, uh, has you know, posted this video claiming it is somewhat of a hack. And others are saying, nah, that's not on. And th- that is <laughs> BYOing avocado to a cafe. <laughs> An avo hack. Yeah, well, Goodness I mean, cause, because here's the thing: avocados at the moment dirt cheap. You know, looking at about a dollar ten, dollar thirty. It's sure, the cruel irony, get... isn't it, of our uh, of our current inflation crisis that avos <laughs> yeah. are the are the one thing that we can afford to eat now after being well, you know told to avoid at all costs out at the cafe. Well, so bring exactly. your own hus. Um, I th- yeah, it's. I would say it's a little bit unethical because often they oh, say no outside is. food or drink. I So coming up and cracking the avocado and bringing the knife and wiping it on just some plain sourdough because then why don't you just bring your own sourdough? I mean, where does it <laughs> yeah, end? Where does that? it stop? Are you going to start bringing your own table and chairs? Just start <laughs> whipping up your own coffee in the middle of the place. I mean, it's you part know, of the deal. You know what deal. it is when you bring your own avo? It's a picnic. Go on a picnic, Okay. <laughs> Don't go clog up these cafes with your rump. <laughs> Let the business run their business and you uh, go out to the park. That's what I reckon. Just start Mr. Beaning it in the middle of the uh, cafe, <laughs> assembling your own little sandwich. No, thank you. Look, I reckon it's a little bit unethical, but uh, you never know how people are living um, in those, you know, in these times. So. Well, Matt, speaking of uncertain times, we all want to get a little bit of certainty. And that's why you and I often look to the stars to see what guides our futures. That's right, we're up for some Friday horoscopes to kick things off today here on All Day Breakfast. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. And now it's time for Matt and Alex. Horoscopes. Aries. You will cross a road this week, but get in that awkward predicament where you get stuck standing on the middle line because a car turned off the side street out of nowhere. But then cars come behind you, so you're just standing in the middle of the road like a traffic cone. Then a car has to slow down and wave you across, and you say thanks and scurry across like the rat that you are. On the other side, the chicken shakes its head at you in disgust. Taurus, you will have a stroke of luck this week. The type of luck will be bad luck, and the stroke will be a three-wood off the fifth tee that you hook into the rough. Better grab the weed whacker. Gemini. You will try to give up your addiction to eating Christmas leftovers this week. Unfortunately, your method of doing it cold turkey has the opposite effect. You will get a new job this week at Taco Bell, who have decided to launch a new mascot to ring their famous Mexican instrument. Congratulations on becoming the world's first Taco Bell ringer, the lunch sack of Notre Ham. 
Radio. You will have a craving for a marine animal movie marathon this week. It will start with Flipper, about the famous dolphin, then move on to Andre, about the seal, and finish with Meat Sack, about an anxious dugong who eats so much seagrass he sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Starring Helen Hunt as Tiffany the scuba diver and Seth Rogen as Meat Sack. Meat Sack. He's got that sinking feeling. <laughs> You want to see that movie, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. Virgo. <laughs> Virgo. You will start a new MMA fight league this week for Squid to compensate for the fact they have four times as many arms as humans. Instead of taking place in an octagon arena, it will take place in a triacondagatron or a 32-sided arena. It's a shambles, and pretty soon all the octopuses are gone. Libra. You will win a Nobel Prize this week with your study into why the hell does the top of the tube of toothpaste still get grotty? I squeeze super carefully each time, I swear. You will not miss the irony of being presented with a plaque. Scorpio. You will enter an old-fashioned standoff this week when a restaurant owner will say, just choose an option, then tap. You will stand there pretending to think about it until they look away so you can select no tip. Unfortunately, they don't avert their gaze. So you just run out of the restaurant and cook at home for the rest of your life. Sagittarius. You just don't like tongues when it comes to kissing. No offence to the French, but you just... (laughs) (laughs) You just don't really like them. They're just... It's like doing something really fun, but then two slugs getting in the way of it. Anyway, that's just you. (laughs) Capricorn, you will ace your poker exam. That's a slow burner. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Aquarius, you will be driving a scissor lift to wash your second floor windows when you accidentally run over... Dwayne Johnson. This will be the world's first instance of scissors defeating rock. (laughs) Pisces, you'll head down the milk bar to buy yourself your favourite ice cream, a Bubble-O Bill. Unfortunately, they only have an off-brand version, the Gigolo Jill. It tastes weird. Aren't Gigolos male? Don't be so normative, Matt. Come on. <laughs> Anyone could be a gigolo. Really? I, I, I honestly thought. Well, why is it just bigolo, male gigolo? Why would they bother saying which type of gigolo it was if gigolo already said it was implied that it was male? Hey? I, I didn't know. I'm pretty sure a, a gigolo is a male escort. This is what I'm looking at here. There, any, anyway, look. No, anyway. And that was Battered Alex. <laughs> Horoscopes. May the stars be ever in your favour. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Matty boy, you love sniffing around, taking your paddle and sniffing around a few auctions. You hitting any this weekend? Uh, are we talking about real estate auctions here? 
<laughs> yes. Why? What other auctions are you going to? Oh, well, I mean, I've been to the fish auctions in, um, in you know, Japan. Did you buy a fish? No, I actually waited four hours to go to a sushi restaurant, though. <laughs> um, worth it. I got to tell you, absolutely worth it. But um, no, no, I, I, I haven't gone to any auctions ever since I tried to um, buy an apartment whilst recording a podcast segment <laughs> for this show. <laughs> And lo and behold, I lost the auction because I was standing in the corner corner, mumbling to myself into my little headphones microphone like a weirdo. And I got Mm. steam barreled by some boomers picking up another investment property. Well, I'll tell you what, I was pretty annoyed the other week as well, standing around just out of interest, wandering past like, hello, what's going on here? Bit of an auction. A lot of people gathered around for this two bedroom apartment. Went for $1.57 million. Youch. Two bedrooms? Are you joking? Anyway, um, the person who won it, a um, little bit of a character, throwing out random bids, random things, saying, oh, my wife is going to divorce me now um, after he goes to the next level. Also wearing a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. Brandon who? Now, have you heard of this Let's Go Brandon meme? No. How old was this person? A grown adult, certainly. Well, who's Brandon? Older man. Let's go Brandon is somewhat of a veiled alt-right meme that means F Joe Biden. (laughs) But instead of saying the rude, you know, up yours Joe Biden, they say let's go Brandon. And it's a little wink to other people who are also of that opinion how did this happen? Um, on Know Your Meme, it says a viral video of NASCAR racer Brandon Brown was speaking about winning NASCAR while the crowd chants F Joe Biden, which the newscaster, I think maybe to go away from it, says that the chant is actually saying, let's go, Brandon. And so oh, people, there's right. <laughs> a bit of damage control. Uh, thank you, knowyourmeme.com for fully explaining it. So from there, they thought, that's funny. We're just going to say, let's go, Brandon from now on. But this guy's wearing a T-shirt of that whilst bidding lots of money. And I think everyone in the crowd was going for the other person bidding because <laughs> they're like, "Oh, I bet. what is going on this T-shirt? But I'm like, yeah, there are a lot of these weird T-shirt slogans out there. You know, I think the, the OG, I'm with stupid, sort of kicked in. But I remember seeing like FBI, female body inspector, out in the wild <laughs> oh one time. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you know, know what? Thankfully, there has been a real decline in shops that sell, like, slogan T-shirts. Well, I know. I mean, I almost tried to bring it back at the Arias in 2010. You know, we always sourced our costume ideas from the public. And in our, you know, first year in Triple J Breakfast, Tom Ballard and I said, send us some clothes to go along. And on the Arias red carpet, I was wearing a T-shirt that said, I shaved my balls for this. (laughs) One of our lesser-known outfits, <laughs> but I was walking around rubbing shoulders with uh, the who's who of Australian music in uh, one of the all-time worst T-shirts. In I get. shaved my balls for this. Well, I mean, I, I was never a big – oh, actually, no, that's a lie. Do you know what? I was looking back on some very old photos that I found on an old computer. Um, yep. This would have been from 2005, 2006, and I had a T-shirt that I had taken from the video store that I worked at. And on it, it said, rent me, love me, buy me. (laughs) And so (laughs) 
I thought that would be cool for some God knows reason. A young man kind wandering around the streets of Brizzy. Rent me, love oh me, buy God. me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, jeez. Well, we did throw the throw the uh, talk back out. Like, it was one of the worst, you know, cringeworthy T-shirts that you've seen. Um, Karen said she was out and about and said, so I lost my number. Can I have yours? <laughs> it's always just really veiled sexual harassment style things. Isn't it? It's like kiss the chef when stuff like that. <laughs> like it's always so desperate. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like a... Um, the man and it's pointing up at the face and then it's like the legend and it's pointing down at the crotch or something. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Can we not have just smart, interesting things to say on T-shirts? But Georgia got in touch with us as well. Georgia, you you had, um, what was your T-shirt slogan? Hey, guys. Yeah, I was um, out at football for my partner. And one of the mums was wearing a jumper that said, some people have to wait their entire lives to meet their favourite player. I raised mine. What? So, I mean, who, did she make this shirt herself, you reckon? That can't be I off the shelf. It, look, it looks uh, like a bit of a um, Vista print job. That, that is not <laughs> off the rack at all. And it's like, it, I think it's it's slightly better. It's like, it's it's verging on cute, but I tell you what, if you were the the kid, de- depending on the you age, the you'd be like, years. "Oh, mum, please." These were seniors. Oh, they were senior players. <laughs> yeah, they were like twenty plus year old men. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> I thought they were like ten year old kids or something. No. I was like, oh, at least that's supportive. You got you got mum, the twenty five year old. You know, you you, you got twenty five year old guy and. Mum on the sideline screaming, I'll look good on her. You know, yeah, better than that is that's better than adorable. her wearing an I'm with stupid shirt. You know, <laughs> like that's it's good yeah. to be supportive. And as far as um parents at, you know, amateur sport go, you can have a lot worse than just a at a supportive t shirt. Oh my gosh, yeah. I remember <laughs> I'll still never forget watching parents run onto the field, start hitting the ref with a what? umbrella. What? Like, <laughs> yep. That's the, that's the brizzy spirit, mate. <laughs> um, anyways, thank you very much, Georgia. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Sweet. Well, it's the end of a big week here at All Day Breakfast. And before we wipe the makeup off and wash the fake hair off the scalp, we do have time to dip in to the Matt and Alex mailbag. Yeah, that's right. We love getting your text messages uh, and correspondence throughout the week. We don't ever get time to read it all. So this is our opportunity to do some catch up, uh, hear what you had to say, just like cats did when they got in touch on the Matt and Alex website, mattandalex.com.au, about the topic of my uh, the pool evacuation. When I went with Sophia and I to get the you know to the pool, and we all had to get out when the alarm started going off, and I thought it could have been a floater. Cat mm. said, uh, "I used to teach swimming for a few years in Sydney, working with the really little kids, and we would have a code brown to evacuate the small pool most days." One time, a friend of mine had had enough of the code browns that when he saw a log on the floor of the pool. 
he decided to keep quiet about it so that they wouldn't have to evacuate. A few minutes later, another swimming teacher friend didn't realise it was there and stepped in it. <laughs> well, there goes our feces free Friday, Alex. Oh, Dyson. there it goes. We stepped in it right there, didn't we? Greening <laughs> out cat's tail. Well, you can't have a pool without poo. I mean, it's just grammar. Just just grammar there. So thank you, Kat, for that one. Anonymous has texted in, listening to our Monday episode on naughty names, names that, you know, are synonymous with naughty kids. Saying, I'm a primary school teacher and I have a student called Judas. Can confirm a very naughty name. Oh, there you go. Mate, bringing it back, Judas. That's not bad. James got in touch with us, said, Bron... Could not agree with you more. My wife and I got married a couple of months ago after two years of COVID delays. We ended up sending two invites for the original date and the final date. Both of them clearly stated that it was no kids event. Nonetheless, that did not stop three couples from asking us if they could still bring their kids. Wouldn't you know it, but those three couples just happened to be sick and call up the day before or the morning of to tell us they couldn't make it. Wow. Coincidence. No babysitters there. Goodness. Mm, interesting. I wonder if that's friendship over. Is that is that a social faux pas? Should you go along with the couple? Is it all right to bail? Could you Should you just be honest and say, actually, I need to stay with my kids rather than they're, they're sick? Well, that's it. I mean, I mean, although kids get sick, <laughs> but poor James, his, his bank account's going to be pretty, uh, pretty ill after, what, <laughs> six people don't turn up to eat some of those hors d'oeuvres. So, uh, yeah, you, you, you know, you, you're paying for them. Tell you yeah, what, you come rail, hain or shine, your, mate. Pop it in your cabin baggage and take it on the honeymoon. Uh, James <laughs> has uh, also got in touch in a way we also enjoy. That's sending us a voice message, Matt.and.alex. Uh, this is regarding our uh, conversations about weird rules that parents had while you were growing up. So I was just listening to the podcast about the weird parent rules and it took me back to my childhood where I guess it's more of a parent hack but anyway i i lived my entire life up until i was about seven years old thinking that takeaway food was grated cheese and carrot sandwiches um (laughs) so you know we'd go out for dinner and parents would you know load up with some nice takeaway and i'd have a grated cheese and carrot sandwich that they probably made before we went so oh my god I wish I'd done that with Sophia. I've already showed her the glory of chippies. I can't take no, it back now. Mate. That is so good. Oh Secretly making grated cheese and <laughs> carrot sandwiches. Then saying, let's go out. To, let's do something special. Let's go get some takeaway tonight. Grated cheese and carrot. Oh, my word. <laughs> it's the old switcheroo. It's like... It's literally, yeah, when you can't be bothered. That's the great thing about takeaway is just like you cannot be bothered putting any effort into this tonight, so we're going to go get some takeaway. And that is the home cook equivalent, isn't it? It's so good. Oh, imagine when the penny dropped. Well, look, uh, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us for another Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. We hope you have a great week. We will be back fresh and ripe for you on Monday. So please, if you can think of anything you relate to across the weekend, please get in touch with us at matt.n.alex or on Instagram or mattandalex.com.au. Yeah, go back and listen to podcasts you've missed as well. I mean, Matt O'Kine is grated cheese. Alex Dyson is grated carrot. Your two earbuds are the slices of bread. Just stick them on in and we'll be with you for another big week of Matt and Alex next week. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.